What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show, and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go, many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And as always like the Blazing Defender Report. And now, for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the two-time, two-time podcasting award nominee in the comic book character, uh, comic book category. Was it the comic book category? Shit, I don't even remember. Is, is it bad? I don't remember. I should really know this shit, but I don't. Oh, well. Anyway, I was, if you believe that or not. It just goes to show you guys, anybody can do anything if you want to. So, uh, But I want to thank everybody joining in, everybody listening on iTunes, uh, and everybody that is uh, giving me a chance on Twitch. I really appreciate that. Uh, this is a, a, a different format for me. I'm used to um, I'm used to Facebook Live. That's what I've been used to. Uh, but the network that I'm with, the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like nerd podcast guys, check out the Giant Size Team Up Network. We've got D and D shows like Botched. We've got Pokemon Go. We got uh, speaking of Botched, the world's most okayest DM. Uh, saying, hey, you sexy son of a bitch. Well, hey, yourself, a little uh, dragon cum drinker. Um, but no, uh, the world's most okayest DM, Dennis, is one of the hosts on Botch. Please check out that show on iTunes. I believe you guys are on YouTube, on Twitch. Also, uh, Soapbox Jizz to you. I don't even know what that is, man. Like, what is that a toboggan? That is a, three, a 36 beanie. That's cool. I guess I don't I don't know what that means. I'm new to like I said to Twitch. If you miss feels hat emoji, that's fucking funny. <laughs> Glad you guys are in the chat. Can I just say that for all you guys listen to me on iTunes? I do do a live show on Twitch and Facebook, as I just told you about. Uh, but the chat is where it's at. On honestly, it's a lot of fun. You guys should should check it out whenever you get a chance. Um. But yeah, so the show's a little late this week, and here's why. You probably don't give a shit, and I really don't blame you, but uh, some people have hit me up on Facebook, and if you ever want to get a hold of me, guys, Facebook's the preferred method. You can hit me up on here, too, I guess, instant messages and stuff like that, but uh, hit me up on Facebook, the Blazing Defender Report page, and uh, you know, people were like, hey, where's the show at this week? Where's the show? And I'm like, I, I, guys, I'm really trying to get it out there. Um, in my city, in my state, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, my pension, I'm a, I'm a Louisville firefighter. That's what I do for a living. That's how I make money. It sure the fuck ain't on Twitch. Thank God. Or I'd be broke, um, broke anyway, but I'd be really, really broke. They are trying to, uh, restructure our pensions to make it really shitty. Uh, not only for me, but for guys coming on the job, which we're actively fighting, actively fighting. Uh, and then my city, because of the state pension crisis, 
is trying to cut back jobs to keep out of paying pension benefits. Like I said, I know you don't care, but I am a part of our uh, local, our, our union. I'm the firefighter representative for that union. So it entails going to some meetings, uh, going to protests like what we're doing. I'm doing later today. So, but this is the reason I'm at an odd time at three o'clock. I know. So, uh, but I, again, I appreciate everybody being patient with me. And uh, again, checking me out on Twitch. And if guys, if you know somebody you think might like this shit, uh, give them give them a, a link. Uh, shout out, hey man, check out the Blazing Defender on iTunes, on Twitch, on Facebook. You can go to YouTube. You can go to Facebook. Watch all the videos. I'm in the process of uploading videos to Twitch. It's a little cumbersome and a little slow, uh, but I, but I'm getting it up there. So you guys, um, yeah, please please share share the share the love, if you will. And that's another thing. If you're new to this show, I really do try to keep things um, positive. There's a lot of negativity on the internet, a lot of negativity on streams, just fucking everywhere, right? And I have been a victim of this. I'm going to get on a little personal note real quick. Uh, I've been a victim of this. I sometimes lash out. My immediate, my first impression of everything is to attack and I really wish I was more Batman-like and could just have a like collect myself, have a plan, um, and, and relax before I attack. Well, I don't do that, and I ended up, um, do, you know, saying some things I wasn't so proud of. So I'm human, guys. I know we all are, but that's the reason I'm saying this is because just because you fucked up one time, man, doesn't always make you a fuck up. Uh, but you can always, you can do better and I'm trying to do better. And with that, um, I've tried this new thing where I'm not responding to anything negative. If I have something that I would like to say to somebody that's going to be negative, like it could be perceived to be negative. I'm not even going to fucking say it. Cause what's it worth anyway? If they're a good friend of mine, I'll call them up on the phone and say, uh, Hey man, um, what the fuck? What's that about? You know? So this, you know, things can really get misconstrued in text and uh, in, in post. So I'm trying to do away with that, which I know, like, why do we care, dude? Are you going to talk comic books or not? I am, but it's it's kind of going to lead into something that I want to talk about with the Captain Marvel movie uh, that's been going on. Uh, so again, guys, thanks a lot for, uh, like I said, being patient with me. Uh, uh, this week it's been fucked up man it really has but i'm gonna get back on a regular schedule and i am gonna get back on facebook a lot of you have reached out to me and be like hey man there's no show on facebook anymore that's not necessarily true this is my goal guys i'm trying to be affiliated on twitch okay i don't know if you know what that means or not because i don't know if i do but uh, i have to have so many shows on twitch i have to have so many followers this that and the other once i achieve that status this is the goal for my show. The show you're going to watch today, the, the report, is going to be on Facebook. And I will always upload the video to Twitch. So if you're following me on Twitch, you're always going to get to watch that. If you want to watch it live, then maybe you watch it on Facebook. My other shows on Twitch are going to be more conversations. Whether we're talking about a movie, whether we're talking about a TV series, whether we're talking about a comic book, a comic book series, an artist, what have you, an interview that I do. Uh, those are going to be on Twitch Live, and you'll be able to watch those videos wherever you find a Blazing Defender at, okay? That's my goal, but as of right now, till I get established on Twitch, 
I'm uh, I'm going to be on Twitch. So again, I appreciate every I appreciate everybody that made an account so they could watch me. Uh, I hear some of you are having issues like watching it on your phone and stuff, whereas you don't with Facebook. I totally hear that, and and I don't really know what to do about that, but to try to give you a show on both platforms. Deal, fucking deal. Let's roll with it. All right, guys. Uh, dude, some shit I found out today is I always try to look at the newest stuff coming out for the show just to talk about it. So I'm not fucking two weeks behind. Right. Um, Frank Miller, who is one of my favorite comic creators. He's one of my favorite artists. He may have, have written my favorite comic book of all time in the dark Knight returns. Uh, his, his comic book series cursed is coming to Netflix. And I was like, holy shit. You're kidding me. So, like, two of my favorite creators, Mark Miller and Frank Miller, <laughs> see, spelled differently, no relation, um, other than they're fucking fantastic comic book creators, they're all they're going to have shows on Netflix. So, it's really, really exciting. Uh, this whole Disney Plus and uh, Netflix streaming, all this battle, dude, you know who wins? Fucking we do. Because they're constantly trying to outdo each other. Oh, Jason, glad you could wake up and join the show, buddy. It's all right. Hey, I'm usually late, so kudos. Thanks for thanks for uh, watching on Twitch, Bob. I was trying to talk in the microphone, take a drink, and speak, and that was just all fucked up. All right, so Curse by Frank Miller. Well, what's it about, Blazing D? I'm going to tell you. Frank Miller, or I'm sorry, Cursed, is about, it's a reimagining of the story of King Arthur. And uh, I believe her name, Nimue, N-I-M-U-E, Nimue, is uh, fated, she's not yet, but she's fated to be the all-powerful lady of the lake, okay? And what she does is, is she teams up with a mercenary named Arthur to help him go find a powerful wizard named Merlin in an all-powerful sword. So, I'm not sure... Um, what exactly that story entails. Like, I, I, I'm not familiar with Cursed. I know, right? Big Frank Miller fan, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, I have to say this because it was fucking hilarious. I don't watch, um, what is it, American Idol. Fuck, I didn't even know the name, but I love Katy Perry. Sorry. The guys at the firehouse know I love Katy Perry, so they're like, hey, man, your girl's on TV. I'm like, what do you mean? So I'm watching it, you know, and. Uh, there was a kid and he was kind of singing to Katy Perry. It was like auditions, right? It's audition time, I guess. Well, like, she's like, okay, so who are your uh, inspirations? Like who, who influenced you coming up? And Lionel Richie's one of the judges. And he, he said these names and he goes, and Lionel Richie and Lionel Richie gets all big chested. You know, he's like, that's what I'm talking about. I love Lionel Richie. He's fantastic. Well, Katie goes, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Name me a Lionel Richie song. And the kid couldn't. <laughs> totally busted on fucking national TV. It was a fucking awesome. I cracked the fuck up. It was great. The little fucker should have got kicked out right then, but they gave him a ticket. He was actually, he sung pretty good, actually. So, but I thought that was funny. Anywho, Frank Miller, all right, I'm not familiar with this comic book, but I love just about everything Frank Miller has done. Um, other than Dark Knight 3, what the fuck was that shit? Well, Dark Knight 2, for that matter. Dark Knight Returns to Dark Knight Strikes Again was the third volume. Not very good, neither one of them. So, only good thing about them were the covers. 
So, so later this year, man. So it's coming up, dude. Ten episodes on Netflix. Cursed by Frank Miller on Netflix. Be looking out for it. It sounds really, really cool. I cannot wait for that. All right. Uh, just to get back to the chat, um, uh, Jason says better platform than Facebook. To be honest, well, that's cool. Um, why, I, uh, Jason? Dude, this is like this is good feedback. Why is it? Like, why do you think this pl- platform is better than Facebook? Just whenever you get a chance, throw it in the chat. Um, Debo, what's up? Debo's in the house. What's going on, brother? Uh, D- Frederick Debo's in the house. Hey, guys, the great superhero debates, uh, one and two pages on Facebook. Follow them. If you, anything pop culture related, I mean, video games, uh, sports, I mean, just whatever, dude. I don't know how the guy does it, but I get my information there before I do a lot of places. So go check out those pages. But Debo's in the house. What's up, brother? Thanks for following me on Twitch. Um, Okay. Well, there was that weird-ass shit he did with him having sex with Black Canary while those thugs were burning alive. Oh, yeah, you're talking about in Dark Knight. Yeah, that was fucking awesome was what that was. Frank Miller's cool, man. Like, he does do some weird shit. Okay, fewer freeze-ups with Twitch, and a lot of gamers watch people playing games for tips. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, that's cool. And, you know, honestly, I think a lot of the freeze-ups on Facebook were mine. Um, like, I feel like it, we're getting into the rabbit holes we usually do on the show, but like going down that rabbit hole, it seems that people on mobile are having a lot easier time watching the show as opposed to Twitch. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Debo put a link in the, in the, uh, chats. Please check that out. Um, oh, was that all-star Batman? Okay. Talking about uh black canary. Uh, having sex with Black Canary while the thugs are burning alive. Yeah, man, I loved All Star Batman, and you know that is the that is uh, Batman before the Dark Knight Returns. Like Frank Miller's Batman, other than like Year One, like the 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 Year One story he did for DC, like that. This is kind of like with All Star Batman. That was that Batman was before the Batman that becomes the Dark Knight Returns. You see what I'm saying? The younger Dark Knight Returns Batman. So that was Frank Miller's Batman. So all that makes sense. When I really wasn't crazy about All-Star Batman until you think about that, and then you're like, oh, it all kind of makes sense now. So there's that. Uh, see, you learn all kinds of shit on Blazing Defender Report. So glad everybody's enjoying the Twitch uh, I hope you check out Frank Miller's Curse on Netflix. I think it looks really, really cool. All right, now to get to my all the way back. We're going to try it all the way back to uh, the Captain Marvel stuff. Uh, but before I get to that, a really another thing that I learned uh, doing the research for the show is I this is this is pretty fucking cool. Love Joss Whedon. Uh, Age of Ultron uh, was okay. Like out of a lot of the Marvel movies, it may have been one of, I'm not saying the weakest, say one of the weakest, okay? Especially for an Avengers uh, movie. But Ultron just really didn't do it for me. I think, you know, uh, Thor, Cap, Iron Man, all those guys were still fantastic. Hulk, um, but I just really feel like Ultron left a little bit to be desired. But this was really cool. 
Captain Marvel, did you know Captain Marvel was originally going to be in the Age of Ultron? Joss Whedon wanted Captain Marvel in Ultron. He went as too far as to putting the visual effects plates into the final scene where she was going to arrive. Okay, but Kevin Feige was basically like, we're not going to do that. Uh, they told Josh they would, which was funny, because then he said, like, he made a gesture like, we're not going to do that. Like, hey, Josh, that's a great idea. We're not going to do that. So I thought that was funny, uh, because, yeah, he openly says that now. So um, they wanted her to have a bigger uh, reveal. They wanted her to have her own solo movie, and that's what they decided, obviously. But I thought it was really cool that she's been talked about entering the MCU for for several years now. Uh, and I didn't know that she was originally written in the Age of Ultron script. So, uh, yeah, Feige said it would be an injustice to her character uh, to show up like that. And I agree. I think she definitely d- needs her own her own, um, her own own movie. Oh, very cool. Uh, yeah, the Blazing Defender Report podcast t-shirts are available, guys, on TeePublic. 30% sale right now. I believe it's still going on till tomorrow or Wednesday. Today's Monday. I do believe it's going on till Wednesday. Hey, 30% off, man. You can get a cool mug. Ah, how's that for a fucking promo shot? Yeah, the shirts are really nice. I, please, I get no more extra money for this, but please, if for you, pay up for the super soft shirt. Those are really fucking, these are really fucking nice, man. They're comfortable. They're soft. It's not even like wearing a shirt. So very, 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 very cool. And I think they run a little small. So if you wear an XL, get a 2X. Uh, the super soft ones, they fit a little snugger. But they're so soft, they're awesome. So, uh, yeah, big sell. Please get on in and get your coffee cups, too. We got stickers and everything. So, yeah. Hey, even if you hate the show, the logo's cool, right? I mean, come on. I I didn't suck all the way around. Just a little bit. Uh, But, okay. So, in with that, what I want to say is um, there's a bit of big controversy or whatever with trolls trying to destroy the reviews of Captain Marvel. All right, now this is I'm uh, this is this is a twofold thing. For one thing, these these tweets that are coming out are about people that seen the movie, which I'm not saying they haven't. A lot of people haven't though, okay? And they're saying shit that's just that's not true. I, I can't remember verbatim the tweets. I wasn't even going to write them down, but what I want to say is it was something like she uh, you know, she she has a, uh, a laser blast through an American flag. Uh, she does something to a gay pride flag. She like steps on it or something. That's not, that's not true. That's not in that movie. I can tell you it's a Disney film. There's no way they're going to do that. So it's lies. It's just fucking lies. People trying to destroy this movie. I bought my pre-sale tickets and I won't see this garbage. Um, but now what I will say into that, like a lot of that shit's just blatantly lies. It's false, fake news, whatever you want to call it. They're just trying to derail this movie. Why are they trying to derail the movie? Well, Brie Larson has come out and said some things that in my opinion, she probably shouldn't have said. Okay. I don't talk politics on this show because 
I want my show to be someone's release. Again, I want it positive. We love this shit. I want us to all embrace what we love, talk about what we love, get excited about what we love. Politics doesn't do that, okay? And if, you know, if you're of the mindset, well, if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. Well, this might be the wrong show for you because everybody's entitled to their opinion. I have been very open about the fact that I don't think Captain Marvel looks like a good movie. Now, from some of the Twitter reviews from people that I know have seen this movie, they're very excited about it. And trust me, I, I'm getting excited. I go, I go Thursday, bro. I go in fucking three days, bro. I cannot fucking wait. Like, I'm getting excited now because people are talking about how great this movie is. The, the 90s nostalgia, her, her character development. So, 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 so happy that these initial reports are good. Now, these, these aren't the bullshit fake reports. Okay? These are just from people that I know that have seen this movie. So, uh, again, Brie, I guess... Feeling like her status and popularity uh, leads her to some type of social consciousness to where she has to speak out on some things. Not saying what she's saying is not true. I'm just saying leave it out of leave it out of her leave it out of your job. I know if I go to my job and spout off some shit, I could get in trouble for it. Because we have we have written rules in, in my work. To where I can't speak on that. Now, I'm not saying she does. She can say what the fuck she wants to say. But when you get backlash, especially about what she said, taken out of context or whatever. I've seen some of those posts too. Oh my God, they took what Bree said. This is what she actually said. I know what she said. I seen the transcript of the interview. I watched it. I seen what she said. Even though I understood and I see where some of that could have been misplaced. Some of it wasn't. So you can't get mad when you say shit and then people go, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not seeing your fucking movie. Okay. And that's what has happened. Now, I, this is what I said when all, a bunch of my friends stopped watching the NFL because they felt like they were all a bunch of flag kneelers. Okay. No one feels as strongly about that shit as I do. But, well, this is what I said. They're not all doing it. And I'm not going to let a few guys, a few millionaire crybabies uh, that are actually exercising their right, they have that right to do what they did. I'm not going to let that ruin a sport that I fucking love to watch. You're not going to beat me that way, bub. You're still going to get on the field. You still want to make your fucking $260,000 a game, a, a fucking quarter, a half, whatever it is you're getting paid. You're still going to go out there and perform, and I want to watch it, okay? Now, I've got my favorite players, and if you do something like that, you're probably not going to be in my favorite players. That's my, that's, this is my opinion of that shit, not theirs. You definitely can have your own, and by God, you fucking should have your own opinion on shit, okay? So, um, Marvel literally put up a 42-minute video of Goose the Cat on YouTube, and they got 325,000 views. Really? Like, I'm pumped, man. Like, I'm I'm really pumped. And Jason, I know you're a cat guy, right? So, it's so my. I have a cat. Echo's my boy. 22-pound fucking monster. But he's he's my boy. Um, so, I'm very excited for this movie. 
I just wish all the politics and fucking trolling and hate, there's just no room for it, man. Like, we we love this shit, and um, I hate when it's marred by something, and I feel like that's what's happened. But, uh, hey, like I said, I'll be there on Thursday, man. So, higher, further, faster, or whatever the fuck she says. I don't know what she says, but... Uh, yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm 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 really I'm really stoked for it. Can't wait. Uh, and again, I had fucking images and didn't post any of them. This is what happens. All right, like the chat and in, in uh, Streamlabs OBS really doesn't work real well. So for me to put up my images, I have to go back to my editor screen. Again, I know y'all don't give a fuck, okay? But this is why I didn't. I don't put images up half the time is because. They, they, I fucking forget. I get to talking, and there's too many screens to watch, and blah blah blah. Like again, you don't give a shit. All right, there's Cat Marvel. I love that picture, man. She's fucking super smoking there. Uh, and again, you know, people say, "Oh man, you're a Larson hater." Not really, guys. I'm telling you, not really. I mean, I fucking dig her. Like I've watched everything she's ever been in, other than the movie she won the Oscar for or the Academy Award, whatever it is. I didn't see that one. Um, I got other shit I need to watch. But, um, yeah, so I didn't see that. Um, but I might, I might, I don't know. She needs to impress me here. Like the jury's still out on this end of the microphone. So jury's still out, but we need to check it out. And, uh, I'll let you guys know Thursday night when I get out of theater, what my initial thoughts were. So be looking for that on Facebook live. That'll be on Facebook live. Okay. Uh, that's all I got really for uh movie and TV news. Uh, the black, black, or I'm um, black Phoenix, dark Phoenix saga. Um, you know, not, not super hyped about that. Uh, I think it looks like shit. I think the, they're in their uniforms. It looks awful. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she's a Louisville girl. So I know I should be all support. I'm not, I feel like after the, after, uh, first class i feel like she's phoned in every role i she don't even want it because she hates the makeup and shit and you know the whole thing about her being spoiled in the um in the trailer being killed you know i don't give a shit i mean that there's you can't have a dark phoenix saga movie without wolverine it just doesn't work man i mean the whole Love triangle with her, Scott, and Logan, and then look. I mean, come on, man. This, I, you know, there's a lot of ways you can write around shit, but I don't see it happening. But again, I will be there the night it opens, and um, I hope that I'm wrong, but I just can't see it. Uh, yes, Debo, she is so hot, like smoking, smoking hot. Okay, um, guys, John Wick, another great movie, right? Uh, there were some guys the other day at the firehouse and they were like, so, uh, you know, was John Wick as badass in the comic books? And I'm like, uh, yeah, man, they just started doing John Wick comic books. What? Are you fucking kidding me? It's not a comic book. I'm like, no, it wasn't. That's an original character from the movies. Uh, he may have been in a book. A novel or something? I don't know. I don't think so. He's a pretty visual character, right? Uh, you would think he did come from comic books, but he didn't. So, and he is, uh, but he is in comic books now from IDW, or I'm sorry, Dynamite. Dynamite is doing John the John Wick comic books. This is issue five. Now, 
Um, this this comic has taken some shit because it has been so late, and it has. It really, really has been late. Um, and I don't know why. My guess is Dynamite is a very small publisher. We call them an, an indie publisher. It's not Marvel. It's not DC. Even uh, Image, which is considered an indie publisher, is is much larger than Dynamite is. Um, so the the simple fact that they got the the license to do John Wick was pretty impressive. So I think what they do is is they really they take their time with books because they just don't have that. Um, I don't want to say need to pump shit out. But it's kind of like, hey, man, we work as fast as we can. And there's really no other artists that we can go out and get and put on this book. If the artist runs low, runs behind or blah, 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 whatever. So, uh, but I think the series has been very good. And this is why everybody wants to know more about John Wick, right? Like, where did he come from? How did he become this amazing assassin, this amazing hitman? Well, this book dives into that. We get to see how John Wick becomes in contact with the, uh, the let's see, the how can I say this? The organizations that occupy the Continental. We get to see how he meets Sean, uh, the, the concierge of the Continental. How he meets Winston. We get to see all this stuff. It's very, very cool. Uh, and it's got a lot of action. Uh, my one gripe about this book is is the artwork. The artwork is just not fantastic. This cover is actually really, really good. Um, and here is uh, one of the pages where Wick uh, has, he's taking out some hitmen that he used to work with from the past. Like he was a kid. Uh, they were fucking crazy. He was just kind of learning the trade. He ends up getting away from them because they were fucking psychopathic. And this chick here name is Calamity. And uh, she's kind of like a take on Calamity Jane, I guess. She's a total nut job. And all she wants to do is kill people. So her and John have some type of past. It's like like one step forward, two steps back with Wick, right? Like you're getting shit from his past, but then it just leads to more questions. Like, oh my God, were, they, were those two together at one point? Like, why, how do her and Wick know each other this intimately? You know what I mean? You don't ever find that out. I will tell you that. You don't find that out in the story. But uh, it's really cool how John is being courted by these assassin factions. Uh, and he turns them all down. Well, in, it, it's like this. It's like I run a, a killer network, an assassin's network. And I'm out always recruiting, right? I'm always looking for promising talent. Well, you find a guy like Wick. You hear these stories about Wick. So that's the dude you want. I mean, he's the, the the Zion Williamson of fucking assassins, right? So you go out and you try to get him. And he's like, nah, not interested, not interested. And I'm like, no, dude, no, dude, you understand. I can give you resources. And these resources are in the Continental. Do you see what I'm saying? So it really expands. Like the Continental's not just a safe haven for assassins. They're, like in John Wick 2, we've seen all the resources, the tailor, the gunsmith, all that stuff is in the Continental. So these are services provided. And it's like all these assassin, these assassin leagues, uh, these assassination guilds, I should say, they all must pay into the Continental. You know what I'm saying? It's a very, very cool. And this just fleshes that out a little more. 
But what I will say about the artwork is they do a great job of making Wick look like Keanu Reeves. I mean, as you can see in this pan these panels, uh, he looks just like Keanu Reeves. I, I like when they do that. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is um, has rebooted, which is also a really good issue this week. I didn't review it, but it's this reboot is really, really good. She looks just like Sarah, Sarah Michelle Parker, or I'm sorry, um, Sarah Michelle Geller. She looks just like her. So I really like that when artists can render uh, the actor that that played the um, the the main character. So yeah, I give Wick, I give this issue. This is the fifth one, so this story arc's over. I'm sure, they're probably going to do another story. I, I can't believe they won't cash in. Uh, it, this this book had several variant covers, so it must be doing pretty well. I think for Dynamite, I'm going to say I'm going to give it a seven, seven and a half. Um, the artwork is just, I mean, when especially when he's doing things far away, they look unfinished, and, and sometimes the action's a little muddy. You know, I don't know. I, I don't expect a lot from Dynamite, but it's a good story, and I love John Wick, so I'll continue to buy it. But uh, And if you're a John Wick fan, you should definitely check it out. For sure, check this one out. All right, uh, next book, guys. Man, dude. Wow, if you're not reading this uh, this storyline, The Price, by, with it's a Batman and Flash crossover, uh, much like what they did with The Button, um, with you know Batman and Flash trying to figure something out, this is the same type of story arc. Um, this, if you're not reading Batman's main comic, that's fine. I think you can get by. But if you're not reading Heroes in Crisis, which was actually out this week also, and I did not put this in my list of reviews. I really should have. I didn't think I would have time. Uh, but if, you, if you're if you not reading that, you're going to be a little confused. Because uh, this all kind of plays in to Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis basically deals with a sanctuary that was created by Superman and Batman someone killed several of the people staying there. It's basically a safe haven for heroes that are suffering from PTSD or just think they need to talk to someone. This was supposed to be a safe place and someone murdered them. And Wally West, which was Barry Allen's good, 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 good friend that we just got back into the DCU from being gone from so long, he was murdered as well. So he and Batman, the two best detectives probably in the DC universe, um, they are kind of at, at odds with each other right now because Flash feels like Bruce has kept secret. Imagine that. Batman keeping secrets from members of the League, which ends up backfiring him in the end. I mean, this is, this is a, a main storyline with Batman and the Justice League members for fucking 30 years. Um, let's see. Speaking of ours, I'm glad you're sitting here on Diado. Oh yes, uh, yeah. Jason makes Diado is leaving Marvel. Um, I love his art, man. I know it's a lot of people aren't uh crazy about his art. They it's a it's a 3D imaging shit. I guess is what they call it. I think it looks fucking cool, and I follow him on Instagram and like his pencils and stuff. 
I think they look fucking fantastic. So I'm sure he's going to D.C. I'm really curious on what book they give him. But yeah, um, uh, Gabriel Diodato's leaving um, Marvel, which really kind of sucks. But um, I, I, he's he's got big things, man. He's going to be doing big things. So I, we haven't seen the last of him. He'll be he'll be back around. But yes, thank you for bringing that up, Jason. Um, but so with this Gotham girl who was introduced in the very first arc of this um, the the new not the new fifty two is actually rebirth. Uh, when Tom King took over Batman, he introduced a, a superhero named Gotham and Gotham Girl. We really didn't know where their powers came from, but Batman was basically taking him, taking both of them under his wing to to make them superheroes. Well, little did he know that every time they used their abilities, their their cellular makeup was breaking down. So it was every time they used their powers, it was killing them. And Gotham ended up. Losing his mind, fighting the league, and dying because he, he burnt his powers out. Well, so we thought. Uh, Gotham Girl then took off. Her and her, her and her brother were, they had each other. I mean, they were very, very close. And when he died or whatever he went to, um, she kind of lost her shit. We haven't seen her in a while. Well, because of the things that are going on in the Batman book with potentially Bane pulling the strings on a lot of stuff that's happened with Batman, uh, it appears that Gotham has been resurrected with the Super Venom, which is a substance that Bane uses. It's like when he, you know, he hits his, you know, his little button or whatever and Venom surges through him and he gets fucking massive and super strong. Um, there's a Super Venom antidote, which maybe, I don't know, reanimates people. But like Gotham, he wasn't he wasn't all there when he came back. So he's more like a uh, like it's kind of like a raging zombie in a way. Like he was telling Gotham Girl to help him, like like basically let me go, kill me. You know I don't want to be like this. But she's obsessed with becoming a hero. Like she's very fractured. Well, in this story, as it turns out, we find out that Batman. Um, let Gotham Girl go to Sanctuary. And this upsets Barry very, very, very much. Because Gotham Girl could have been the culprit. They're making it look like it was either Harley Quinn or Booster Gold. Um, but we don't know enough yet. It's still a crime mystery. Batman and Barry are still kind of stumped. But when Barry finds this out, he's very upset with Batman. Very upset Batman didn't tell him this. And now we have a new suspect, okay? But this is this is one of the images I want to show you guys. This is um, Gotham Girl basically dying uh, because her power has burnt her out. I mean, she was taking on Flash and Batman pretty pretty handily, might I add. And she basically burns out. Her heart stops. And Barry, who is doing CPR, like Speed Force CPR, which is the fucking coolest thing. It's like defibrillator and CPR at the same time. It's pretty awesome. Um, as you can see, this is Wally. This is Wally West over here. So he's, he couldn't save Wally and he feels like he should have. He's, you know, not heroes are man. They, 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 everything's the fucking squirrel gets ran over. It's their fucking fault. So he's very upset with himself. Wally's dead. He can't find the killer. 
Gotham Girl is dying, and he's like, I'm not fucking losing another one. And he does this crazy CPR and resurrector. I thought it was just a great, a very cool scene with from a guy that's done a ton of CPR uh, over the last damn near 21 years. Be 21 years, uh, damn, god damn, it'd be 21 years, March 23rd, wow. Um, you know, love to be able to do this shit. Yeah, you know, I could have saved several more people. But, uh, and then this is, this is when Barry finally has had his fucking fill of Batman. Now, you gotta remember, this is a Flash book. You know, they, they, you know, there was two, ep- two, uh, parts in the Batman book. This is the final part in the Flash book. And Barry's like, he run, I mean, and like, it's cool as shit because this is what happens. Barry's getting pissed and Batman's like, Barry and the Batcave, because they're in the Batcave and the Batcave says, countermeasures released. So like the cave knew that Bruce was going to get attacked and Barry just fucking dodges him. You see that? You see that, see that blurry effect? That's, I was in the Speed Force. Now y'all didn't see that shit. I was in the Speed Force, man. So he's fucking, and he fucking, he runs up on Batman. As you can see right here, he's like, I could have hit you a hundred fucking times. He didn't say fucking, he should have been dope. But he was like fucking right there. Like, dude, I could fuck you up right now, but I won't because I'm better than you are. So really, really cool. I loved this issue. Like I was kind of like, oh man, fucking flashbook. I got a fucking, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, all right. Uh oh, and Jason says Diodato is doing his own work. So his own work with Image, or he's going to create his own publishing company. <laughs> like I'm cool with whatever he does. I'll buy whatever he comes out with. That's for sure because I think he's amazing. So uh, I'm curious well, on what he's going to be doing. But uh, but yeah, so uh, Batman Flash, very very good, very very good story uh the four-part series the price and i love the end of this the end of this is batman talking to someone about how he's got an idea of who this culprit is but they could be anybody and we need to be looking at people that are acting like themselves and it's superman and like batman is dragging superman into his shitstorm. And Bruce, this is the reason I fucking love Bruce and Clark together. Clark, knowing damn well this is going to end badly, he's he's with him. He's, I got your back. Should we involve Flash? Like, you and Flash are the two best detectives on the planet. Should we involve Flash? Like, Clark has no idea what just transpired between him and Barry. And Batman never answers him. And that, that's how it ends. So, Batman, obviously, I don't know what his epiphany was. I'm sure we'll find out. He's the fucking greatest detective, no matter what anybody else tells you. So, I'm very, very curious on what happens. But Superman, like, kind of stole the show at the very end. Just because he's fucking got my boys back, man. I love it. I love their dynamic. I always have. Superman is the light. Batman is the dark. Superman is truth. Batman is dishonesty. Uh, I mean, it's just, and they, they're boys, man. They are fucking brothers in arms, and I fucking love it. All right. Uh, very, very good. Oh, what do I give it? I give, what did I give that? This should be rolled down. Come on, man. Did I not write it down? I know I did. Hold on. Yeah, I gave it an eight. 
Gave it an eight. I would give the whole series. The Batman series, uh, the Batman books were really good too. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give the whole series eight point five. The price was a very, very, very good, uh, and especially if you're reading Batman and Heroes in Crisis, you really dig it. Uh, all right, guys. The next book is. I'm. I'm so glad that Cap is back. Like his comic book is back. It's so good. Um, Tanishi Colts. His first few issues very, very rocky. I didn't know where they were going with it, but now since Cap has been framed with the murder of um, General Ross, and it is really, really, really picked up. And Sharon Carter has kind of become like the uh, surprise hero of this story so far. Uh, in this, in this, I say episode in this comic, um, Cap has been taken. He, he's turned himself in for the murder of, of General Ross. He didn't kill General Ross, of course. Hydra is back. Well, actually, it's not Hydra. It's something else. Uh, Celine is back. She's taking out Hydra members. We don't know why. There's a bunch of crazy shit going on. But the prison that Cap is in is ran by Baron Zemo. Now, apparently, when the Hydra dissolved after Hydra Cap you know, that whole shit cloud that fucking Nick Spencer gave us. Thanks again for that, Nick. I'm never going to stop fucking with you over that series. But uh, this actually opens up with Hydra Cap getting broken out of prison by what he thinks are the remnants of Hydra. Like, you really can't kill Hydra, right? Well, I'm not going to give that away because I was like, oh, shit. Very good. That was very, very cool how they handle Hydra Cap in this in this very issue. But Captain America has turned himself in. Sharon has basically picked up the mantle of the shield, and she is trying to figure out, with the help of some friends, the Ladies of Liberty, very fucking cool, uh, she's trying to piece, piece together the clues to find out who is pulling the strings behind all this. So uh, in this shot here, Zemo, which was exonerated for all of his fucking crimes against humanity, uh, once he turned in, once he defected from Hydra to whatever's left of the United States government, because you know Shield's no longer around either. Um, so he is in charge of this prison, and so like once a week, Zemo picks a person to beat the dog shit out of, so the rest of the inmates are scared of him. And who does he pick this week? The Wrecker. From the Wrecking Crew. Now the Wrecker, when he has his crowbar, he can go toe-to-toe with Thor. He's done it. Well, Zemo picks the Wrecker. Now Wrecker, obviously depowered because he didn't have his crowbar, but still a bad dude. Uh, I mean, and as you can see here, it's kind of like a splash page. You know, Steve is in his cell watching the fight transpire. Now this cat right here in uh, in the middle column all the way to the left... That's Bulldozer. That's one of the Wrecking Crew's guys, one of the gang members or one of the crew members of the Wrecking Crew uh, was Bulldozer. Now, Pile Driver's another guy we see later in this in this book, uh, and they've got some choice words to say to Steve. Uh, is that the only image I have from this? Oh, man. I thought I had... Oh, maybe I do have... No, hold on. Let me see. Uh, no, those are the detectives. All right. I thought I had another image. Uh, Andy, Andy Kubert's art's very, very good. Uh, I can't believe I didn't have another image to show you because 
he's he really draws things really i mean like especially like violence and stuff he does does very good um but yeah so this is a great this is a very good comic because steve is trying to survive in a fucking prison full of super powered inmates and now he's got baron zemo who is or i'm sorry von strucker i said zemo fuck i meant strucker strucker is in charge of this prison not zemo zemo's dead strucker is is very much alive and well and running this prison so one of his main nemesis are is a cellmate now and he hasn't fucked with him yet but you know what's coming and it's the what's great about this issue is the dynamic between the inmates and rogers because steve being this captain america not hydra cap uh he doesn't see himself as hydra cap because that wasn't him well, the rest of the world doesn't see that way. So everybody's like, step off your high horse, fucking Rogers. You killed tons of people. And now you want to fucking criticize us? What the? What's the deal? You're a hypocrite. And he's basically like, he knows he didn't do that, but he has to put himself in their shoes. They don't see the difference. So very good uh, issue. I love it. Um, and, and Sharon Carter has a great, few pages with the kingpin the kingpin is somehow involved in this and sharon knows and her and kingpin and like when i hear kingpin talk tanishi coates writing just like d'onofrio from the netflix series like i could see d'onofrio reciting these lines and it's just cool like when you get a comic book when you can have just two people sitting across a desk shooting like talking shit to each other very coolly you know it's like you know like you build that tension up and there's gonna be some fallout from it eventually hopefully you hope um yeah but um oh yeah and i i I was reading my notes from the book because this is like one of the first things i read last week um but yeah the real story here is hydra cap and like everybody was always wanting to know when he was going to come back and if he's going to come back and you got to read this issue guys to find out. I can't tell you, but it's very, very cool. It's very, very interesting. Uh, but yeah, you, you definitely, you definitely want to check this out, but Captain America's back guys. It's a, it's a great book. It's Tanisha Colts. I've been a very harsh critic of his uh, and he's, I think, He's he's doing it on Cap, and I'm so proud. I'm so, I'm so glad that I can talk about Cap uh, and Tanisha Coates, for that matter, and, and be very, very excited about it. But check it out, Captain America, uh, number five, I believe it was. Yes. So please check that out. All right. Guys, this book has, has been a fucking home run. The Invaders. Uh, Captain America, Namor, and a Winter Soldier. Um, they were all original Invaders together. And this book is going to lead into the war with Atlantis. We know it's coming. Namor is on the fucking war path. And maybe as well he should be. And that's why this book has been so fantastic. Is it's humanizing Namor. You, you understand why he's doing what he's doing. He, and he says, he tells Cap, we don't have friends. A king doesn't have friends. We have, we have our people like, dude, you and I go way back. We boys, but we ain't on this. Like I can't be that Namor anymore. And, but this book does such a great job with two artists. Mind you, it's Butch Geis 
And uh, I can't think of the other guy's name. I didn't write it down. Alec? No. Uh, Chip uh, Zardaski, I think, is the uh, writer on this. Never read anything from this cat before, but he's knocking it out of the fucking park. I love this series. Uh, basically, whoa, what we got going on here? What's this? There we go. Uh, we got Cap going to talk to Namor. And what's very cool about this is the, the way they use these two artists is Butch Geist is doing the, uh, the, the, the flashback panels where they basically show Namor as a hero and it shows Namor as a brother in arms to Cat, Bucky, all the invaders. Um, so, yeah, Jim Hammond's the original Human Torch. Um, I mean, it shows Namor as a hero. And that's that's what Namor is at heart, isn't it? I don't know. Like, that's the dichotomy of this book is very, very, very interesting. But this is a scene where Cap was basically taking out a, uh, a a Nazi U-boat and was almost fucking drowned. And Namor saves him. And Cap talks about how he's hated water ever since the war. So now he's in this suit going into Atlantis, basically surrendering himself to the Atlanteans uh, to talk to Namor. And it doesn't go very well. Cap is trying to appeal to Namor's uh, to their to their bond that they had, and Namor, as you can see right here, ain't having it. Like he even he's beating Cap up with his shield, and it's like, oh my god! Like it's like watching two brothers that loved each other, who fought together, who bled for each other, and now they're fucking about to kill each other. And like as you can see, like you know, Cap's underwater, right? Well. That's that's the other thing, uh, and I wrote it down. What's his name? Cap, as he's locked up, like Namor's gone. Namor's doing some other shit, getting ready for the war. As Cap's locked up, he looks over and he sees a Spider-Man rogue, Hydro Man, and Hydro Man's all chained up. He looks like he's been drugged or something. He don't look right. And Cap's like, "What the hell? Why is Hydro Man here?" Well, as he's fighting Namor, Namor cracks in this bottom corner here. You can see Namor cracks Cap's helmet open. Now, they're several hundred feet under the fucking ocean. Okay, so this would kill Cap. Cap's like, what? And the water is gone. Namor's fighting him in a sphere of like air. And Cap's like, Namor, how are you doing this? And then it hits him. You stole Hydro Man's power. Now, how Namor did this, I don't know. Was it magic? Was it something else? I don't know. But it was a very, very, very cool. Like, to see the look on Cap's face, like, holy shit. Okay? So, Namor basically throws Cap out of the ocean and is like, if you ever come back here again, I'll kill you. Like, this is it. There's no more, no more comrades, no more friends. We're done. So, there you have that. Well, what's very, very cool about uh, what Cap did was, it was a total red herring. Cap actually had a very Batman-esque moment. Because as he's talking to uh, Jim Hammond, which has been doing some research of his own, Winter Soldier walks in. Winter Soldier followed Cap into the water 
secretly, covertly, and he got into Namor's office, his his throne room, and snapped some pictures of Atlantean writing. They don't know what it means yet, but that was all a distraction. It was all a distraction to keep him away from what Winter Soldier was doing. And like, his cap's like, did you get what we need? And Bucky's like, we did, but imagine that. You run into distraction, almost got you killed. Like, I, lo- I love how they're writing these guys. It's very much, you can tell, you could feel the brotherhood coming off the pages. The use of the two artists is very, very good. I give this issue an eight and a half. It's fantastic. I loved it. Uh, and it's a, a total shock to me, a total surprise. I normally wouldn't have bought this book, but uh, I'm totally loving it. And I think I think you would too. And it's if you're interested in the the War of Atlantis, you're really going to you're really going to want to read what came before, just so you have some context. Uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to catch up with the chat. Uh, Detective Chimp. Ah, that 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 would get you a bet, Jason. Oh, really? Zardesky's re- uh, writing Daredevil now. Okay, uh, I haven't heard much about the Daredevil series, but uh, I tell you what, this has made me a fan. Uh, this, you know, him writing this Invaders book is 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 making me a fan of him. So. I'm I'm really 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 curious to see what he can do uh, on, on somebody else maybe uh, and maybe if he's just got one writer or or one character to focus on he can really do some shit uh, guys you know I, I really I didn't want to have a pick of the week this week uh, and I not say I didn't want to have it was really tough uh, because Invaders very well could have been that pick but I'm gonna go with Detective Comics ninety nine nine ninety nine now. This is the first time I've ever reviewed Detective Comics on Blazing Defender Report. Uh, And one of the reasons I've been reading it, I just haven't reviewed it. Um, So I thought with 1,000 coming up very close and with the Blazing Defender 100 coming up very close, I thought it was, I don't know, uh, just to uh, review this book. And I've been reading the story, this this Doomed Child storyline. And oh my God, it's fucking fantastic. It's awesome. This story, uh, Tomasi does a fantastic job of making what I love about Batman into a great story. Uh, The last two have been incredibly bizarre, like as far as... um, Oh, what can I say? Um, like, not knowing what the fuck was going on. Like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, like, wh- why doesn't Hugo Strange know why Batman's beating shit out? I'm like, he really doesn't know. And Batman's like, man, he really didn't know. So I'm like, this is weird. Like, I didn't get it. This issue explains it fucking all. It explains it all. And it's so fucking good, guys. Bottom line, this is what happened. Bruce... Put himself, this is on his birthday. He does this every year on his birthday. He put himself in a simulation, a computer simulation that he and Alfred have been developing every year to make harder and better. What is the goal? Damien asked him, why do you do this self to you? Why do you do this to yourself? 
and he says to kill me. Every year he makes a test that he doesn't know he doesn't know anything about once he's in it because he doesn't know whether it's real or not. Like he just thinks he's fighting villains and doing what Batman does. The whole time he's in a simulation and he ends up fighting himself. Like you remember the cover, that was him. That wasn't like a little Damien. That was him. That was a young Bruce Wayne in the bat suit. And it's young Bruce Wayne that comes to him and basically tries to get him out of the simulation. And how does he do that? He kills his younger self. It's fucking, it's, dude, me even trying to explain it is not doing it justice. But it's so badass. It's so Batman. And I love this shot right here because, like, it's got the the suits through the years. And it just shows the culmination of what it takes to become Batman. And then in one of the last pages, um, like, this is all the people that have died that he could have saved. And every year, the number goes down a little bit. And he tells Alfred, one year, we're going to get absolute zero. Like, that's impossible. Someone's going to die because of some violence somewhere, and Batman can't be everywhere at once. But Bruce will not accept that. Absolute zero is his fucking goal. And to do that, he has to create a better Batman every day, every year. And this is the basic, basically the final exam. Like, if Bruce can get out of this simulation, he could have very well died in this simulation. He almost did. Like, Alfred and Damien were trying to get him out of it, and they he was they were locked out because Bruce knew that's what they were trying to do. I mean, it's fucking awesome, y'all. I mean, like, Tom King is a fantastic writer, and it is, it's awesome. Like, I love this story. And you need to read it from the beginning, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? And as soon as you hit nine, $9.99, you're going to be like, oh, wow. I mean, Batman, this is why Batman is one. It's the guy that everybody talks about. He can beat anybody. This is why, because of what he puts himself through all the time. It's so unreal. Like, no one could do this, right? That's his superpower. It's like they make him godly. And the things that one human, one mortal man is able to do to himself. But that's what fucking drives him. It's so cool. Fantastic fucking ep- uh, 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 issue. I give it an eight. A single issue, I give it an eight. But that storyline, The Doom Child, is a fucking nine and a half, man. Like, it's one of the reasons I love Batman. is because he always has a plan. He's always super prepared. How can he do that on a daily basis? Well, he does shit like this to himself on his fucking birthday. Like, where I'm going out and doing shots, and, you know, uh, sweet talking to my wife, hoping to get laid that night. Bruce is out trying to kill himself because if he does, he wasn't worthy to wear the mantle. And it's, dude, the dialogue in this is fucking spot on, man. Great, great, great fucking issue. So, me being a Batman fan, too, it was Invaders, it was Cap. Uh, like Kurt says... Captain Aquamerica, that's a good one, buddy. I like that. That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, it's the, those three were fantastic reads this week, guys. Like comics have really hit a, a very, very strong stride here in the last 
Ah, man, six to seven weeks. Like, we had one week out of that that was kind of, eh, these books are okay, nothing really get excited about. But every other week besides that, it's been fucking banging, man. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, I know you guys love it, too. So, um, it, I, you please check this storyline out. At least if you maybe you know, buy it online. Not buy it online. Oh, yeah, buy it online. Of course, buy it. But, you know, you, you, there's other ways around that. Just read the story. I mean, I really want people to read the story. Uh, there was an argument I got into with a guy not too long ago about the greatest Batman writer. And, you know, mine's either Scott Snyder or Tom King. I go back and forth. And this guy was like, oh, Tomasi, Tomasi all day long. I'm like, fucking Tomasi, he hasn't written, he hasn't wrote a definitive Batman story. This is a good one. I'm not saying it's definitive. I'm saying this hit the chord on what I like in Batman. And I love the detective aspect of Batman. I think uh, Tomasi does that really, really well, too. So uh, a great writer in his own, not taking nothing away from Tomasi. But fantastic artwork, fantastic issue. Please check it out. Uh, guys, and with that said, get out to your local comic shops, man. Get out to your local comic shops. Uh, you know, re- read. A, go and buy one comic book. Just go buy one comic book uh, and, and read it. And just take it in and you know, take a shit and read it. I don't care what you do. Sit in a room. Uh, you know, uh, eat it. You know, read it while you're eating dinner, but don't get nothing on it. It might be worth some money one day. Um, but just read them and, and, and take them in and look at the panels and, and appreciate the artwork and the writing and, and hopefully you get excited, man. I hope you do. And, uh, guys with that, I have to get out of here. I've got to be down at city hall again. Like I said, we're, uh, fighting to keep firehouses open. I've been busy this week and, uh, it doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon. So, uh, but I am going to try to get more. More stuff out for you. I'm hoping to do a, like, maybe a special show tomorrow. Depends on if my guest is available or not. i really like to get that to you. Uh, keep following me on Twitch. And again, guys, thank you for your support. Check out Public. Check out the shirts. Uh, thank you, Debo. I really, really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you, Jason. I will. I will. I appreciate that. I do. It's, it's you know, going on my 100th episode uh, very soon. And... Uh, you know, without you guys, like you guys are, you guys are here almost every fucking time, man, every week. And I love it. And I, I, I can't thank you enough. I really can't. Uh, and without you, I don't know if I would still do it. I love doing it. Uh, but like you get the chat room, it's instant gratification for me. It's instant. Like I know there's people listen to me on iTunes. Uh, there's several people that don't have Facebook that listen to me on iTunes. And I'm always like, holy fucking shit, man. This is awesome. Like, thank you. I, I but, you know, when do you get that? Not very often. Uh, with you guys, you're here, and we're talking about the same stuff. Um, oh, thank you, Jay. Yeah, thank, I, I, I thought that's what you were talking about. But, no, I, I do appreciate that, too. Thank you. Um, Jason just said I was talking about the fight at City Hall, but the show, too. <laughs> so, thank you, again, for all your support, guys. Thank you for watching me on Twitch. Uh, I will be back on Facebook. I promise I'll be back on Facebook this is my goal right now, get affiliated, and then I'm going to change the Defender Report into a, like a conversation show where I'm going to have guests, and we're just going to bounce shit off each other, man. We're just going to talk about random nerd subjects. It's always going to relate to comic books somehow, some way, uh, but like it may not be the report. The report may just go straight to Facebook Live. Uh, that's my goal, to have two platforms, but I kind of need, need to build 
a, uh, a viewer's audience on this one first before I do that. So uh, if you know somebody you think might like the show, guys, send them, send them a link. Uh, just send them a send them a message. Be like, hey man, check out this, and you know maybe give them this episode or another episode of one of your favorites. I don't know, uh, and maybe you just say, hey man, he's just got really cool shirts too. So maybe they like that. I don't know. Uh, but again, guys, thank you so much. I gotta get out of here. Uh, but I hope to have a show very soon that's very very chat oriented to where you guys are going to be asking me the questions and you're going to be you know giving me the shit and. And we're gonna we're just gonna go back and forth, and this is gonna be a total chat room episode. Just for me to thank you guys for uh, being there for me. Uh, so I'm going to be there for you, and you guys will be the star of the show. It'll be it'll be the Blazing Defender Report with the chat room starring co co hosting Travis Jones. So, all right, guys, with that, I'm out of here again. Thank you so much, and uh, I'll talk to you very 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 soon. Oh, be nice. Be nice to somebody you have no reason to be nice to. Just treat people like you'd want to be treated, and it'll be a much, much better place to live. Thanks, guys. With that, I'm out. Peace.